Welcome to Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. Dave. And E-Money, what's up? I know what's up. What's up? Giants come back. That's what's up. Oh. I know what else is up. What? Philly's a tie for the wild card. Your pecker? (laughs) I know what else is up. (laughs) Go ahead. Yankees and Mets. Backdoor. Their respective divisions. Could a Subway Series be imminent? Hey, has that ever happened? Yes, Yes. in the 2000. That they both clinched their own divisions, though. I don't know if they both clinched. Probably. They said today that... The Yankees had nine in a row. Or not. Well, the the, if Atlanta clinched for the last 14 years. Oh, true. Yeah. No, they didn't clinch. No, yeah, I guess they were a wild card team, the Mets. Mets were, must have been but a wild card But it was a Subway team. Series. Right, I don't understand that, but I don't think they both ever clinched the same. I'm pretty good for New York. Look at that. Ooh. Woo-hoo. So New York can go scratch. Yep, hopefully they both lose the first round. Phillies tie for the wild card. Can they win the wild card? Still yes. Why can't they? Everybody, Anybody who's tied for the wild card can win the wild card, yep. right? Heck yeah. Are they going to win? Yes. As Mike Liebersall said, they're going to win. Are you convinced they're going to win? Yes, I am. We've been saying it for weeks. Can they do damage in the playoffs? Like Brett Meyer says, I can't wait till we get all this. You know, take the whole trophy and everything. Wow. And you know what's crazy is like you, you look at the Phillies now, and uh, when you watch them all season, there's always a piston not firing. And now it seems like everything is starting to click now. Everything finally September, but it's the best time for it to click, you know. That's fine. So it's nice to see. Hopefully their their hitting comes around a little more, but I I think the starting pitching has just been unreal these last Moyer and everyone except Lieber. I mean, Lieber had that bad out the other yeah. night. Yeah, a game they really could have won too because the, the Cubs are not a team that worst, you should be losing to. Right, worst team in the NL. And they got came back and scored six runs on them. You know, when it was eight nothing, they came back and scored six with the grand salami. And they just couldn't hold the lead. They gave up a run and uh, eventually lost the game 9-6. So they won the series. They won the series. If they have, and I believe they have 10, 10 games left. 10 games. What do they have to go in order to win the wild card? At least 700. They have to have seven wins. So they have to win seven and lose three. Yes. They can only lose three games going out. I think losing three games might push them out, but at least seven wins. Because I would have to look to see how the Padres and the – Dodgers, Dodgers are. they're going to be battling. But don't forget, they only have to beat one of them. They don't have to beat both of them. Right, but if they're playing each other, it's just going to... They're not playing each other. Okay. They're both playing San Fran then? No, only the Dodgers end with San Francisco. The Phils are playing Florida, so hopefully the Phils can just knock them out. That'd be great. Cross our fingers with that. Yes. We, you know, they always the Giants play, are they currently always getting tough. crushed by... The Brewers. Very the Brewers. nice. It's always good to see. How many points were they given in this game? Um... Georgia Tech was given 17 to Virginia. 17 nothing right now. Sweet. It's amazing but how they have they can do what they can do. Halftime? Halftime, yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens with that. So, but back to the Phils. So, the Phils are going to go down there. Hamels is pitching the first game, right? Going to go down where? Down to Florida. Oh, they're oh, no, they're up, in. They're up they're here. Home. Yeah. Against coming, Florida. coming up here. On Friday, Saturday, It's going to be a tough series. There's no doubt about that. Sunday's Fan Appreciation Day, which would have been their normal last game of the season at home. Their normal last game of the season at home. And then they have a makeup game against Houston. Clemens is pitching. Then they go is to Washington. Really? No, is he really? Yep, he'll be pitching that Monday. Very nice. And then they go to Washington, and then they end up in Florida. All teams that they can beat. All teams that they should beat if they want to be a wild card, if they want to They're be in the playoffs. To beat. It will be nice to see if Pat Burrell, Chase Utley, Ryan Howard, 
I mean, even just the core part of that team, Jimmy Rollins, who's doing a great job right now, can put something together. If they could all string something together for the next couple weeks, a little bit of magic, this team can can really do some business, take care of business. Need the pitching to step up, too. After well, a game the, like Brett I Myers. Think the pitching has stepped up, except for what Liebert threw out on Monday. Moyer came in on Tuesday, shut them down. Right, Myers came in and threw a complete game. If Lieber pitches three more times, there's your three losses then. How's that going to happen? Well, he's going to pitch. When's he coming? Okay, he'll have at least two because he'll pitch. Is he pitching Sunday? I don't know the rotation. I don't know where they're at. I know Hamels is pitching tomorrow. He'll probably go Hamels, Wolf, and maybe back to Lieber. Yeah, because Lieber's one and Wolf's five. So that means he'll be pitching the third game, the seventh game then. Right. During that. And hopefully he'll get his, uh, his stuff together, you know. That's you got to yeah, hope. He can't give up that stuff early in the game. He always gives up those first inning That's uh, any runs. That's a problem, too. Wolf, he lets up a lot He does early, wow. too. So He's scary. Although it was nice when – so the reporter asked Randy Wolf, how does it feel to be in the Phillies record books tied with Steve Carlton with nine wins in a row? And he said, which is absolutely the most important thing, the only thing he could have said, please don't mention me in the same sentence with Steve Carlton. <laughs> And he bet, and that is exactly right. I mean, Wolf is winning these games. He's just not losing them. That's a, that's a great quote there. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It worked out perfect. I don't mean, I don't think anybody's saying that the Phillies are definitely going to win the wild card, but they have as good a shot as anybody. And you can't deny that for sure. They have a better shot than most of the people that are in it. Because they only have to beat one of those teams. One of those teams is going to win a division, and they only have to worry about the other one. Right? Right. Yep. So... It's not like the Phillies have to scoreboard watch at this point. They just have to go out and win baseball games. They don't need help from anybody. They, if they win the game, they control their destiny. At the, from this point on, they've never been either in the lead or tied for the lead. Now they are, and all they have to do is win games. They control their own destiny. Do you know who uh, has the tiebreakers between them, San Diego, and the Dodgers? If the Phillies play the Dodgers, it's at home. If the Phillies play the Padres, I believe it's at the Padres. Okay. In one-game playoffs. That would be pretty exciting, too. It would be pretty sweet to play the Dodgers at home in a one-game playoff, Well, which is exactly what we were hoping for last year in Houston. Didn't seem to work out and that it way. didn't happen. <laughs> Surely didn't happen. And I think that game was supposed to be in Florida. I'm, I'm sorry. And I think that game would have been at home in Philly if they would have tied Houston. So it's amazing what the difference that a year makes. And it's nice that we're going to, you know, Florida's coming into us. we got three games more at home. they got a day off today. This is good stuff. Can rest a little bit. This is good stuff. This is real good stuff. They've lined up their rotation for the stretch run, getting Myers in as much as he can. And if um, the Phillies win the wild card, Brett Myers will be your opening day starter. It's pretty exciting. Is that how it's lined up? It's how it's lined up. And if they play a one-game playoff, Brett Myers will throw out be your starter. Okay. That was my second question. Yep, yep. We're ready to go. The fills are ready to go. The offense needs to do its thing. Chase Utley, you got to start hitting the ball a little bit better, my man. I know you got us to where we are now, but let's do something for this stretch. He's going to turn it up, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, last night he started pretty, you know. Yeah, that ding-dong last night was pretty nice to watch. That was, it was almost on his wrist, and he popped it out of there. It's pretty sweet. Yep. Maybe he sees Pat hitting the ball now. Maybe he can just, That'd be hey, nice if he that, can do it, I can do it. It would be nice if Pat goes on a run, too. Well, listen, if he That'd goes on a sweet. run, if, if Pat Burrell goes on a run, this is how important he is to that team. If he goes on a run, that team's going to go far. Yes, it's it not will. only going to make the playoffs, it's going to go far. Yep. And he's a very streaky player, so he could do something. But his streak's got to hit. Well, he's been hitting the ball the last couple nights. So 
little pop in that bat. We'll have to see. So good luck, Phillies. Go Phils. We're right behind you, and we're definitely looking forward to playoff baseball in this town. A lot of people will be excited. Don't jinx it. By jinxing it, it's just another year. Then don't worry about it. It's another year that they miss the playoffs. Right. It's another long year, though. Another long year. Another long year. So let's. They had it in their hands. So if it's a playoff series, right, and a five game series, and they get swept, how do you feel? You just think it in. It's awesome, right? Yeah, if they if they make the playoffs in any postseason, I'll be very happy. If we sit, in no the matter base, what happens, I'll be very happy. If we can sit happy. in the basement and watch a playoff baseball game, wouldn't you just go freaky crazy? Yeah, I'd be very happy. But if the Cardinals are just outplaying them at the very get go, yeah. we're not going to want to sit there and watch it then. No, no, no. But I, do you really think that the Phillies are overmatched by either the Cardinals or the Mets? I'm not even <laughs> putting the Dodgers or Padres in this, in this equation right now. But the Mets, I understand, but the Mets pitching is kind of scary. I mean, Let's Go Mets brought up a great um, little stat today. Since they traded Xavier Nady against left-handed pitching, they were 720 winning percentage when they had him. Really? Since they traded him, they're down to like 280 really? winning percentage. Yeah, against that's lefty a huge pitching. Swing there, and that's the Phillies' rotations: right. three three lefties. So, and Brett Myers. I don't want to tell you, man. I mean, anything I mean, can happen. Brett in the Myers, John Lieber. Those are two of the Phillies. Studs and then three lefties, so I think they match up against the Mets pretty well. That's, well, first they got to get through the Cardinals. Yes, of course, so, of course. Right. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But, first they have to win the wild card. Exactly. Yes. yes. So it'll be fun and exciting. Hopefully, if they do make it. But this time next week, Thursday night next week, we'll be going into the final three, four games of the season, and we'll be pretty hyped, man. Maybe it's, maybe the Phillies won't even need those three games. Wow. Yeah, oh that's pretty ridiculous. God. So, I mean, that's, that's what, They that's never a, do anything but easy. That's how crazy this last uh, couple weeks of the season is going to be. So, let's get really excited about it. I know I am. I am. So, let's move on to the Eagles. Eagles versus Giants. I don't know what to say about it. Just horrible. When Andy Reid gets up on the microphone and says, this one was all me. He says that every loss. But here's the point that my wife made. That... Stone means that Andy Reid does not learn from his mistakes. We've been saying that since the Super Bowl. But if he doesn't learn from his mistakes, why is he one of the top five premier coaches in this league? If he, can let, if he can let games like that occur and say it's all my fault, why is he still one of the most coveted coaches in this league, head coaches? Because he doesn't rip his players. He doesn't say, oh, well, so-and-so did this or so-and-so did that. He's solely, he was responsible for this loss. He's the one that turned the game plan totally around. He's, he's the one that stopped pressuring Eli Manning. He didn't fumble the ball. Westbrook at, fumbled yeah, the ball. Look at any of the big losses. But he went, he for, he went for it on fourth and one. What what needs to change for this Eagles team? That, that totally dominated this Giants team. Now they need he, to play four quarters of football is what they need to do. They yeah, didn't they do to, that. They need, to, they need to. They think they felt they had it wrapped up. Who's the guy that should have fell on the fumble? Not Michael Lewis. Yes, Michael Lewis. He's officially in the Philly Sportscast doghouse. <laughs> oh. He's he taking over for You know Dawkins? how bad that loss was? Oh, it's horrible. I know Your brother, Dan Colderbank, who sat in this basement and watched this game with me, left a full beer on the bar and left. Just walked out of the house. He's never left a full beer anywhere, ever, I've ever seen in my life. True, very true. In my whole life. And I've been drinking with this kid for 18 years. 
It was a devastating loss. Devastating. It was, it was horrible. It was, devastating. It took I don't long. know if it was that bad to leave a full, cool one on the bar, but it was bad. What? What is it? I mean, we're all speechless. The team totally dominated. Totally dominated. Eight sacks. What, hap- what happens if they lose this week in San Francisco? What happens if this carries over to San Francisco? Uh, well, that's just a whole thing. We ha- well, let's not even go there. Well, at this yeah, point. If that happens. You got to write them off as eight. eight exactly. Say, because okay. I mean, if they can't beat San Francisco, then we got. Even though San Francisco got isn't isn't last year San Francisco. No, it's not, and they're right. at home. But uh, hopefully, they can learn from this and just go in, baby. Dude, we've said that so many times. How many times during the course of an Eagles season, an opening game, during the course of the first couple games of the Eagles season, do they come up with some shit loss? And you say, they'll learn from this and they'll really plug away. No, this isn't a shit loss. This is a whole other level of losing. <laughs> this isn't an 0-2 okay. uh, Andy Reid squad. This is what I equated to. Remember losing to um, Tennessee in the first game of the season a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. But they went to the Super Bowl that year. Right. Well, that that whole – like, they always lose their – Andy Reid's tenure, they always lose at least the, the first game or the first two. Do you remember – I mean, if you look – I'm going to go back in the day. I don't know exactly what year it was. When the Eagles were playing on Monday night against Dallas, and they could not, they were kick, they were getting ready to kick like a twenty-three yarder to win the game, and they couldn't get the snap off, and so the punter tried to pass it, and then they got he got tackled, and they lost the Monday night game. Well, after that game happened, I talked to my friend, and I said, "Friend, the Eagles are going to learn from this," and they didn't learn a thing from it. And and how do you how do you think they're going to learn from it? Because we say Andy Reid's going to learn from it, and he never does. He still makes the same shit mistakes. It's the same thing as if Rich Kotite said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, dude, whoa, 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 whoa!" I understand. What are you? Do you remember you when Rich Kotite said, "I couldn't get the plan because my sheet was wet"? You remember that? Yes. Well, Andy Reid has this beautiful, huge laminated sheet in front of him, and he still can't get it right. You know what? He usually gets it right the following week, and it was a gorgeous day. Yes, it was. He always will come out the next week and what's, do fine. So what's he going to come out with this week? They're going to win by what? Two touchdowns, three touchdowns against the San Francisco's team that's much better than it was last year, and they're at home? So you think they're going to lose this week? I don't think they're going to lose. Oh. But what do you guys think? I think, I'm I think they're going to win. Easily you think win. they're going to roll, easily win? Yep. Easily win. Do you think they're going to easily win? Yes. I, I do. What do you think? I mean, this, this uh, Giants game. I honestly think this game can go either way. I do. San Fran's defense is nowhere near the Giants. Their offense is nowhere close. Wait a second. So if San Fran's defense is nowhere near the Giants, yes. then Donovan McNabb, without a shadow of doubt, should be able to throw for 600 to 700 yards. Yeah, that happens every year, 600 to 700 yards well, in a game. Well, he threw for 253 right. last year so in the first half. he'll throw for 300. Last week in the first half, he threw right. for 253 in the first half. Right. So you're saying he should have thrown for 500? That's what I'm saying, right? It equates it. That's, just, that's, that's the way not what happens. The first You're half a math the teacher, second, that's the way the math works. The first half and the second half aren't equal. It's not a butterfly. It doesn't open up, and they're both perfectly the same. Why not? Why? Because they run the ball towards the end of the game. Everyone knows that. When you're winning, you start running the ball. So you if, eat up the clock. So if San Francisco's defense isn't as good as the Giants' defense, yes. what are you predicting for McNabb? If, if what you're saying, they're easily going to win. What are you predicting? 343 TDs. 343 TDs for Donovan McNabb yep. this week. That's what Favre did last week. He's going to do it. He's, he's, they're going to come in. They're going to, you know, they're going to roll. I mean, I hope. I think they're going to roll. They're going to TCB it. They're going to take care of business <laughs> when they forgot to take care of business the week before. D, I'm not liking your negative energy at all, dude. 
I'm not. I'm not really thinking. I'm bringing negative energy here, man. I'm, let's lay you, some are blame. You, are you, let's get pissed off. Are you angry, or you guys just want to say, "Oh, don't worry about it." It's only the second game of the season. Darrell, how long do you want me to be angry for? It's Thursday. The game was on Sunday. We're looking for the next week. I mean, I've been angry for four days. I'm trying to look forward here, and, and you know, look at the San Francisco game. That game was and the initial shock. Took me two days to get over. It's actually it's bringing bile to my mouth to even relive it. I was on the beach in Long Beach Island listening to it on a radio with an antenna in my hand trying to get it. And I'm like 24-7 going into fourth quarter. I'm like, this is great. This is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Let's go get a drink, Dad. Let's do it. Oh, 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 oh the fumble, the fumble, fumble. And then the touchdown. I'm like, what? what I was like everybody else. The heart was just in my throat. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't not believe it. It was a shock. A shock value that I, I can't, I, I can't even compare to anything else. But it's over now. It's oh, week okay. three. What do you want me to do? Of course, it's horrible that they lost. It's horrible that they're not alone two and zero. But that's just True. the way it is. And they they made their bed now, and that may kill them with the playoffs. But I got to look forward to week three and have them roll against San Francisco and Green Bay. And, and get try to try to recoup this and look forward to the second half of the season, see what they can do. But this is this is this is a major, major, major faux pas for a professional NFL team. What they, they did on Sunday. The Eagles win this game twenty four seven. What are you thinking? If they would have won this game twenty four seven, are you thinking this team is potential Super Bowl contender? Potential playoff contender, I'm thinking. You're oh, so you're not you wouldn't even think of maybe the the best of the NFC, the way the NFC is playing this. There's no clear-cut favorite in the NFC. If the Eagles would have came out and Is beat the Giants that Is there a clear-cut favorite way, anywhere? The Colts? A, besides the Colts. Well, that's what I'm trying to say, Evan. I mean, you asked me if there's a clear-cut favorite anywhere, and you just answered your own question. Okay. So they own the AFC. They would, own the, would the Eagles have owned the NFC if they would have beat the Giants as handily as they should have? I can't say that. I still have a lot of problems with the schedule at the end of the year. That's the biggest thing. Well, I mean, I don't So you you said 9-7 and seven two weeks ago. So, but if they, but if they beat the Giants in Week Two, they were going to the Super Bowl. It's not what I said. Oh, but I'm just saying. Like, what I'm suggesting to you, though, is how is your opinion turned from this team? How is your opinion turned on this team based on Eli Manning closing his eyes and throwing it up in Flasco Burst, catching the ball, or a fumble by Brian Westbrook, or a bad fourth and you know one what I call? Thought was funny. Big Blue wrote on the uh, forum. Eli Manning looked at Plastico and said, go long, I'm throwing it to you. And he threw a precision pass to him. He wrote something like that. Dude, I have on good authority, and I know there's a picture out there. His oh, eyes were closed that. when he threw that he ball. Turning to the left. He was looking up. for yeah. a tie ball game. I can't even believe they threw that ball. But the only reason why I think they threw that ball is because they got the nuts to know that Plaxico is going to come down with that ball. And the height. Because, yeah, because the coverage isn't, isn't there. Right. I don't know. They completely shut Tiki Barber down. This game was over. Game was over. Over, man. Over. over. And it, and they the Philadelphia they, Eagles cannot close the deal. Trotter, man. What's up with him? Close the deal. Dude, no, it's horrible, too. It's Cole kicking the linebacker. Yeah, right. Yeah, Dude, well, yeah how ridiculous killed us, was killed that? Us. That killed us. That killed us. You don't do that. And you know what's crazy is I'm listening on the radio, and they don't—they just tell you 15 yards personal foul. I'm not seeing it. I don't know exactly what's going yeah. on. So I didn't know what he was doing. I didn't know what was going on. It's its the worst. Don't listen to it on the radio. Dumb, dumb, dumb penalty. We said when they're going into Dallas, if they're 3-1 and one right then, and they're about to play that Dallas game, okay, that team's okay. That's true. But yeah. – 
they were just beating the shit out of them they the were. whole game. It was it, it wasn't even surprising. If, if it was a close game and then they went to overtime and Giants had and Westbrook fumbles and they go in in overtime and then Plexico Burst catches this thing and it's over, right? If it's a close game, if this thing game wasn't even close, Not it even was close. literally my son's football team versus a pro team. It, it was, was that bad. It were creaming them. When I threw that touchdown to Reggie Brown, I literally turned to Dan and I said, they're toying with the, with the Giants. They're absolutely toying with them. And see, that's what the Eagles said, too. Oh, we're going to toy with them. They're laughing, joking, ha, ha, yeah. ha. You know what? The Giants are just going to sit on the ball anyhow, so, and we'll just win it. So do you say that the Eagles are going to have learned a lesson, so they're not? They're going to take it seriously until the final whistle blows? They're going to go just balls to the wall until the final whistle blows? That's what you hope. But that's what the team can only do, what the coach calls, right? And the coach constantly screws this up. The coach will come back with a better game this time. That's what he usually does. After one of those games, when he comes out and goes, hey, it's my fault, the next game, a little different, he runs the clock better, and the team plays better. I'm Dude, not going to say he's going to call the, the game, every game better now. Let me ask you a question. I mean, you've been harping on Aaron Reed, and I can harp on him all day long about the calls he made because let me tell you, it was bad. How do you feel about Andy Reid as a coach after that game? Is, I, do, I you think, want a, do you want I, no, a new coach? I, listen, I think Andy Reid is a prize for the Philadelphia Eagles. However, he treats the fans like they have a lesser degree of intelligence. His news conferences are garbage. It's worthless to even listen to. And when he sits up there and says, this one was totally my fault, we can all see what happened. Every one of us can see what exactly what happened. We're not idiots in this town. None of us are idiots. And he tries to make it out like he to tell these reporters who eventually tell you that you're a moron and you're not worthy of his insight at the end of the game. Which is what he's contractually obligated to do. How about uh Akers? So far he had three attempts, two of them went off the upright. That's gotta be a little concern too. He's oh, sure. a new holder. If he makes that the the first one Game. Maybe they're up three points. Yeah. Maybe that maybe the Eagles sit on the ball even earlier though. Who knows what's gonna happen exactly. then? Javon Curse is out for the season. I honestly, that's a, that's I a major honestly, blow. honestly thought they were gonna bring in Coy Detmer to hold for him on that roster for, for that roster spot. Thank goodness they didn't though. I don't guys, I'm dumbfounded by it. I mean are the what are the Eagles? Are you still sticking with your nine and sevens? Yeah, I Yeah, because I, I thought they were gonna lose that game. Which they did, of course. But I mean, not like that. I wish, uh, I wish it was. I wish it did go into overtime. And even if the Eagles lost, I'm like, what a great game that it, was. It did go into overtime. No, if, like we said, if I'm it was just a saying, close game. If it was close, I would have been. Okay. We're looking forward to an Eagles victory against what, what, the 49ers. Dave, what do you got to score for 49ers Eagles? Twenty-seven ten. That's a good score. That's a good score. E money. Um, I'm thinking twenty-one seven. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Go ahead, D. 21-7 San Fran. I'm saying 21. <laughs> I'm saying the score will be 21 to 10. Either way. What? <laughs> what is that? 21. You asked me for a score and I'm giving you one. Okay. But it'll go okay, Eagles or right. 49ers. Okay. That's Are the no Eagles going to let up a uh, first drive touchdown again? I, just, I hope to say games? no. Two games? No. Two no. games, two uh to first first touchdown. What? touchdowns. Who won the 49ers? Through? And let me tell you, Eli went down that. Field quick in that first drive. That's like, boom, boom, too, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Who um, who caught that seventy-three yard touchdown for the 49ers last week? Uh, was it Antonio Bryant? Yes. Do the Eagles let up a seventy-plus yard touchdown this week? No, no way. 
Okay. Right. Even though we got without, I like our predictions. Roderick Hood's out now. Oh, the oh, the defensive backs played so well against the Giants. What makes you think they wouldn't do this against the 49ers, right? Well, twenty one ten either way. I know Come how you're. On. I'm not watching the game with you. I know that. Best quarterbacks oh, on the team. Don't watch it. All right, do whatever you want. <laughs> do whatever you want. Pick whoever you want. Like whoever you want. Hey, I'm I, I'm liking who I want. I, okay, I like the Eagles. Great. It's phillysportscast.com. I know it's what it is. It's not sanfransportscast.com. Oh, it's phillysportscast.com, so we're, we're automatically obligated to love every single team, which we do, but we're not automatically obligated to talk like morons when it comes to these teams. No, they're all the Andy same. Andy Reid wants you to all be right. dumb, Evan. Andy Reid wants you to be dumb. Are you dumb? Of course I'm not <laughs> dumb, dude. I don't know. You told me you, that my didn't matter last Are you week, dumb? So. Not at all. Andy Reid would like you to be dumb. He would. That's why we have this show. It's so the Mormon can... way. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the money line. Yay! What's up, guys? Uh, I guess it's time for my stuff. <laughs> Please, Evan. Get no intro, nothing. I don't know what's going on anymore. Well, Derek's just you fucking got pissed your, off. You got your intro. It's the third week. I want to see some results. I want to see some results. One, yeah, one for three. You don't get any intro. Oh, okay. I see how it is. That's cool. <laughs> but it's week two. Hey, matter there. a field goal away, I could have been two for three. So, so what do you want me to do? Your money is coming on the e-money this week, though. You're putting your money where your mouth is. Well, everybody As, listens to us. Like I am. No, but week three is the is it's time to get down to business. Yes, it is. It's time to get about get down to business and uh, see. Has anybody noticed some surprises this year? Yeah, like the Eagles losing, losing the Giants. Yeah, that's a big surprise. What else you got in mind, you mind? Uh, about Carolina stinking on ice? About exactly. Minnesota being two and zero? Exactly. These are things that Miami you have to watch. My Culpepper, Dave. Given 11 Man. this week. Oh, they're given 11? Given 11 this week wow. to, to uh, the Texans. Tennessee. No, to the Titans. To the Titans, I mean, yeah. Sorry. Wow. That team's given 11 points to somebody? Yep. Holy shit. But smoke. Tennessee's in a really bad way right That's now. That's for sure. That's I mean, sure. a horrible way. San and Diego. you gotta you got to take advantage of days like that. San Diego ate them alive last week. Yes, they did. Already money. What's your first? What's your first pick? Let's get this ball rolling. Oh. <laughs> Are you people ready? This is a three. Well, we got Axel Rose over there. This is a, a sweet child of mine. Is this a three money line? This is the number one pick for the week. Number one pick. Number one pick of the season. There we this go. Is the number one pick of the season. You're calling your book on Sunday, saying, "Give me this for." Money. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Right. Washington this... minus four to the, at the Texans. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're putting your first pick three money symbols on the Redskins? Mark Brunel? Forget about Mark Brunel. Portis is playing. And I quote, and I quote, I love this quote, they can expect a full throttle Portis. Portis said that today. Oh, I love Clinton Portis. He's my favorite NFL player, if anybody doesn't know that, so... Oh, yeah? No one on the Eagles? That's nice. I thought Shockey was your favorite. Yeah, no. after last week. Clinton Portis is my favorite. Any, anybody on the New York player. team. Do your thing, Imani. How about that Chad Pennington? 
next week going to be and tell him who's better, who's a better quarterback. Please, hey, please continue. Up. <laughs> it's a hell of a laugh you got going on over there, Dave. Why don't you let it out? Let it He's all out. Great, man. He let is it great. all out. He's great. He went one for three last week. Like I said, it could have went anyway with a field goal. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I want you to explain why Mark Brunel is going to take you to the promised land this week. Let me tell you something. There are two teams that need a win. All right? Desperately need a win. There's a lot of games this week like that. Uh, The key to the game is Clinton Portis, like I said. I mean, he is the X factor for the Redskins. The Redskins are a run-oriented offense. They run. Gibbs runs the ball. They establish a run first, and that's just the way it is. And if if he's able to perform... It'll be a big boost for Washington since they're playing the Texans, which are last in the NFL in total defense, giving up an average of 127 yards per game. All right? Rushing yards. In rushing game. yards, yes. I mean, they're, they're horrible. They can't stop the run. And if Portis is full throttle, then that is going to establish a lot of good things for Brunel to make his rollouts and to make some passes to some key players such as Randall L., Santana Moss. Chris Cooley. <laughs> Yes, Chris Cooley as well. And the Redskins do have one thing, one bright spot, which if you can think of a bright spot, the Redskins on an 0-2 level right now, is their O-line is very, very good. Yes. And um, I think that's going to be another factor because they're going to give them protection because the Texans, you know, they have we – we saw the Texans two weeks ago. We know what they got. Yes. Did yes, they give them protection last week, though, against Dallas? So the Texans have much less of a pass rush than the Cowboys do. That's what you're defense in general. So, like like I said, with Chris Samuels and John Johnson, they'll be a big part of the game, running off tackle and protecting Brunell. And uh, and Brunell, you know, he's an old man. He needs the protection. The the man needs he needs to set up. You know, look around. It's just like any quarterback does. But he's not a big. He he needs to set up, even right. though. Because the man's getting old, and that's a whole that's a whole other situation. But Portis is huge in this whole Washington thing. If Brunel can get the ball to the playmakers, like I said, Santonio Moss, I mean Santana Moss and Randall L, um, it'll be a good thing. And when it with the Texans, also left tackle um, Charles Spencer is out for the season. Unfortunately, he's the rookie that they that they drafted. They had big high hopes for him, but. He's done, so that's going to be very a big problem for mm-hmm. the Texans. And Chris Carr, who gets sacked all the time. David Carr. I mean, David Carr, I'm sorry. And uh, center Mike Flanagan, he's day-to-day with a foot injury. So their whole wow. offensive line is just messed up right now. So they're, they're dealing with a lot of problems. Do they even know who's running? Did they name a starting running back? Is Gatto going to take over the it is. It is Sam Gatto. Uh, he, he actually did pretty well for them last week. He was out there. Uh, I don't know his numbers, but right. – He's going to be their man, okay. which is a whole other problem. Yes. I mean, <laughs> we know all about that. Um, now, and David Carr's been sacked nine times already this year with a full, you know, offensive line. Now he's missing, <laughs> going to be missing two of his guys. Yes. I mean, this guy's just been sacked. He needs to get out of that hole. That hole he place. needs to get out of that place, yeah. Time to move on. So if the wrestling can stop the run and put Carr under pressure, then I think I think Washington, of course, can do it. The number two money sign, like these. Uh, number two is Bears minus three against the Vikings at the Vikings. I like the Bears. Okay, minus three. Bears minus three 
In Minnesota. In Minnesota. Grossman? Max Grossman, baby. Who's Rex. Max Grossman? I mean, Rex Grossman. I'm sorry. You can't even read your own handwriting, can you? I actually didn't read that. If I did, I actually probably would have got it right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I thought you were going to go the over-under on that game. What would, you, what would you do with the over-under? Talk to me. The over-under is 34. I thought you were going to go under. Well, that's cool. I mean, that's a great pick. I mean, well, no, go with yeah, it. Well, no, Taylor, they run the ball a lot. They try to control the clock. Yep. Their defense looks okay the last, the last two games. I mean, there's only two games. So they right. look pretty good then. They're not letting up many touchdowns either. Going a lot of field goals. So I just think it might be that kind of game. Like you say, Rex Grossman, it's only been two games. Last year he looked horrible. Right. I'm not a real big fan of Rex Grossman, even though I did pick him up. That doesn't matter. Whoa, it doesn't matter, huh? Ah, I'm still playing Culpepper, but... You're still going to play Culpepper? You're playing the Titans. Right on. He's got to break out of his slump. And the Titans just stink. But that's... When I, like, I that's just, true. I look at the line before I come over just to... I think E-Money's going to pick this, this, and this. Yeah, I look... When I, I saw that game, I said, he's going to Chicago, and he's going to go the under. See, you don't know how many points these people are going to score yet. Right. It's very hard. It's very hard to do this right now. Um, but week three is the week when you have to really get in there and get your hands dirty. Right on. Because there's no – right now, Chicago's doing great. And if they win, they're going to be on top of the NFC North. This is a big battle for the NFC North here. So let me just get started on it. Go because, ahead. you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. Rock and roll with it. Uh, like I said, it's two teams uh, for the top record in the NFC North. Uh, Minnesota has done a good job squeaking by against Washington without Portis. And Carolina without Stephen Smith, you know, it's you know they've been winning the games barely. Trick play last week with Ryan Longwell. Exactly, that trick play was an awesome call. It was an awesome call in order to win that game. Yep, and um, Childress just pulled it off. Great it job. It was an awesome call. Meanwhile, the Chicago Bears they look great offensively and defensively. While Andy Reid's going for it on fourth and one <laughs> with a huge lead. That's so true, a Dick. Dude. I'm sorry, I got all. You can't. You I'm can't sorry. Mention. I know. Once you come off your notepad, you money. I can't handle the. Uh, I can't handle the Eagles and the Giants. It freaks me out. It's like the teleprompter. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. You <laughs> money, you're fired. Fire you too. <laughs> I'll have to go walk I'm around the room for a little while. <laughs> Do you want to just start the movie and just play it from the beginning? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wouldn't be as. I have lost my train of thought. No, but starting with Rex Manning, I mean, offensively, defensively, they're doing great, and uh, he looks amazing. He's thirty-eight for fifty-three, five hundred and fifty yards. Starting with who? Grossman. Rex Grossman. You said Rex Rex Manning. I can play the tape back. Okay, then I'll just start over. Okay. Unless you want to just break my balls all night, Evan. You said Rex Manning. I can't wait for you to hear it. I gotta hear that. So please, can you mark it just so we know exactly sure, where to go to back? Put an M here. So go, Rex Manning, the third brother. I'm gonna have to phone these in now. Please start over. You got it. <laughs> He's dying. You're gonna kill him. I hope not. He's got to go to school tomorrow and teach young minds. Yes. Starting with Rex Grossman, who looks amazing. 38 for 53, uh, 550 yards this year, uh, averaging 10 yards a pass, five touchdowns. I mean, these are these are really good stats 
for week two for a Chicago team after the year he had last no, year. No, dude, you don't want to, they're not good stats. They're insane stats. He's the number one rated passer in the NFL. This is insane from Rex Grossman, who couldn't throw a touchdown last year. Right. I mean, you have to understand, this is literally like the sun is coming over the horizon. It is an absolute pitch black Vin Diesel movie to a Cameron Diaz movie. <laughs> but you don't, like to, you don't like to pick. No, I don't mind the pick. I just know that these two teams traditionally play each other extremely close. Of course they do. And home dogs are tough in this situation with these two teams. That's my opinion. But uh, who did Chicago play so far the first two games? Uh, Chicago played uh, Green, Green Bay, Bay and Detroit. And Detroit. Two terrible defenses. So, But now they're four-point favorites against Minnesota. And I understand, that you're, I understand your point that they needed a trick play last week to win. But in that dome, is Chicago that much better of a team? Their defense certainly is. I, th- well, I think it's going to be a real good defensive game. Well, then, if it's a real good defensive game, is Chicago going to score four more points than Detroit? According to E-Money? Three. Four more points than Minnesota. The line's three. Three more points than Minnesota. According to E-Money, they are. Do you agree with that? I mean, it easily could be a 13-7 game. Easy. It right. Could. And that's something that I see is going to happen, something like that. And the, the Vikings defense took a hit last week, too. With, uh, Erasmus J- uh, James, he's out for the year with a knee injury, and that's just mm. he's defensive end. That's going to hurt him. Give, um, someone's going to be coming in, taking his place, might not know the schemes as well, give Grossman that much more time. Who knows? These right. are the little things you got to see, you know? Exactly. You know, three points is three points, but what you, when you see when, when Derek says Max, uh, Rex Grossman is unbelievable right now, and they're flying high, and they got a defense that is stellar as well. It's almost like everything's clicking there. That's true, though, too. The team you got to ride the hot hand. And this is the wrong. this is the week. It starts to separate. It starts to see who is the top of their division. Can the Vikings, with Brad Johnson, who's really their only guy who can do anything there, and he's you know he's like Trent Dilfer. Exactly. He won't do anything amazing. They'll just win a game for you. Exactly. So I lose it. I, I really like that. I really like it. Um, I think the Vikings are going to falter. I really do. I think the Vikings are going to – this is their week to go, well, let's get a reality check here. We sweep by these two teams that didn't have their key players. Right. There's a team coming into their house that has got all Pistons firing. Let's go. And it's an NFC North matchup. So I like the Bears a lot. Very nice pick. I That's like the two-money line? That's the two-money line. Two-money symbols. Now we move to the one-money symbol. This is always a reach-around, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Lions minus six and a half, the Packers. I like the Packers. Plus six and a half. Plus six and a half. I'm sorry, yeah. Brett Favre? Let's say what, is it all NFC North? It is this week. It, it just turned out to be that way, okay. I guess. It's just, uh, and there's all, they're all tough games. They're all tough games all week. But these are the games I like. Washington's NFC No, North? no, no. The last four ge- or the last two games. All, right on. All four okay. of them. That's what was free. I didn't understand. Detroit, Detroit. Detroit's really hard to figure out these last couple of weeks. Uh, week one, they went to Seattle and played amazing. I mean, that was, that was crazy. And then they played Chicago and got smacked. The guy absolutely killed. The Packers were owned to, uh, and, but they show signs of some things going on there. They do. Brett Favre is not going to hold that man down forever. 340 okay. yards, three touchdowns last week. That's pretty good stats right there. Right. Amon Green, week one, ran great. Last week, ran horribly. We're going to see what happens with that. Green Bay's going into a dome. Brett Favre's going into a dome, and they're playing against a subpar Detroit secondary. 
Uh, also, Detroit's got some run game problems. Kevin Jones, he's not getting anything started this year. Has anybody like seen any anything with him? Nothing. But see, that's a Mike Martz offense right there. Yep. Oh, pass, pass, pass. I tell you what, he is Mike Martz is Bumblehead Davis. <laughs> I, 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 I Charlie Man- Manuel Bumblehead. He is the Charlie Manuel of the NFL. Two times quickly. I just think six and a half is a lot for Brett Favre. Getting six and a half. Right on. So I'm going to go with that as well. And that's my three picks, and I hope everybody likes them. And I hope everybody cool. likes everybody. Everything is everything. Good luck this week. I hope Thanks you do well. Thanks, Good luck. Uh, yeah, I'll be putting some cash down. Dave, you. Cool. Any parting? Not this week. Soon. Parting thoughts. Soon as I get paid. Dave, parting thoughts, please. Hockey was on TV tonight. It was great to see. I know you guys aren't paid. They play the Rangers tonight? I mean, no, the, the uh, Devils. Devils, right? <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't get any more boring than that. What, the devil hockey? Preseason Just hockey, Preseason hockey. Jesus awesome. Criminy awesome. Chris. You want boring? Watch preseason baseball. Oh, not at all. Yeah, so when they got their single A players up there, watch the didn't first. Have, didn't the hockey season just end? They only didn't had three months. For the Flyers only... or for uh, the Hurricanes? No, not. I'm sorry. The entire season didn't The entire just... season just ended. I don't consider... The hockey season, and you've gr- agreed with me before. It's meaningless. The The regular season is meaningless. Yeah. I don't consider the same thing in baseball. And you would agree with that, right? Right. It's not meaningless. Right, because only four teams make the playoffs. Right. So that's my point. Okay. You're not. I'm not excited for the regular season as I would be for the regular season of right, baseball. Right, but I love hockey. Just as I love baseball and I love football. But if you love hockey, what are you getting out of watching games that, in your words, are meaningless? He's just I watching, watching the sport, sport, man. Yeah. Just just watching. Okay, sport. listen, when the Phillies are out of the playoffs, when they're out of the playoffs, I'll still watch them. Last year, I still watched the Eagles playing with Mike McMahon as a quarterback because I enjoy watching football. I enjoy watching the Eagles play. But those games mean something, though. No, not w- when you're 6-9, and nine, that game means nothing. Okay, but the Eagles are different, though, because the Eagles are a gathering event for friends on a Saturday, Sunday afternoon, and, you, and that's basically when you all when you watch the game. And you only get a certain amount of weeks. But, he's, but his point right. is it's sport. He loves sport. When the okay. Phillies, all right, all right, all right. It just, I, I, I don't buy into it, and then I'll just, we'll agree to disagree. That's what we do every week with you. Right, you'll never agree with us no matter what. There's nothing you just. <laughs> that's what you do. Do you have, do you have any parting thoughts? Uh, no, I already had my parting shots. Just hockey started up, and it's great to see. Great, E-Money? Go Phils. Well, you know the October eighth's coming, and well, somebody got hurt on their little finger hand action. But it doesn't look like he's going to miss any nah. weeks. From what I understand. Which is good because I want him to come in and not catch a thing. From what I understand, Emmett Smith had the exact same problem on his hand, on the exact same hand, and had the exact same procedure done, and he missed 12 days. So he missed one game, but the team didn't have a bye. He'll be back for sure. Good. He should be here on October 8th. If he's not, if he says his hand he is giving him trouble, then that's just an excuse to punk out. I can't see him saying that. No. He's a player, dude. That's right. That's right. And that's all i got to say. You October know. 8th, we're all ready. We're all ready to go. Are you ready, Dave? Are you let ready? Me, let me tell you something. Are you ready for October 8th, baby? Let me tell you why October 8th has just hit the stratosphere for me. Go ahead. Because if the Philadelphia Phillies are in the playoffs, they're going to play that day. They're going to play that day. The so, same day as the Eagles. So, it's a double feature, Ev. It's so, a double feature. You'll be double drunk. I won't be Smash Saturday drunk, no. If the Phillies win, yes, I will be. Sweet. I'm with you right next to you, If the Phillies lose, I probably won't even watch the Eagles game, tell you the truth. Go Phillies. Go, go, go Phillies. Go Phillies, go Phillies, go Phillies, go Phillies. 
F the Mets and F the Yankees.